0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry emphasizing God's unconditional love and grace. We pray that you'll be blessed as Andrew teaches insights from the life of Elijah.
1: And now, here's Andrew. Elisha the prophet called one of the children of the prophets and said unto him, Gird up thy loins and take this box of oil in thine hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. And when thou comest thither, look out. There Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, uh, and go in and make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him into an inner chamber. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. So the young man, even the young man the prophet, went to Ramoth-Gilead. And when he came, behold, the captains of the host were Sitting, and he said, I have an errand to thee, O captain. And Jehu said unto him, Unto which of all us? And he said, Unto thee, O captain. And he arose and went into the house, and he poured the oil on his head, and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all of the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha, son of Ahab. And anyway, it goes on to say that the dogs are going to lick the blood of Ahab and they would eat Jezebel and so that she would not be buried, but that she would become dung upon the earth. So the prophet spoke these things to, ah- uh, to um, Jehu and then he just opened the door and fled. And when Jehu came out, the way they anointed people with oil to be king it wasn't you know like today some people will have a little bit of oil and they'll put just a little bit on the tip of their finger and like rub it on your forehead but in those days the way they anointed people they had a cruise of oil and they would just pour it over your head so that you were just literally drenched in this oil and it was dripping off of you so here Jehu comes out of this inner room and he's got this anointing oil on him they had just seen the prophet run out and they said, what is happening here? And Jehu told him, and says, he anointed me to be king and to take the place of Ahab. And when he said that, the, all of the other captains fell down and they, they bowed the knee and they said, God save the king. God saved the king. And Jehu went out and he came and he killed uh, Ahaziah or excuse me, uh, Jehoram, he killed the king and took over. And there was also the king of Judah that was visiting the king of Israel. He also killed him. He went and killed uh, Jezebel, the queen. And I mean, he just executed judgment upon the uh, nation of Israel for all of their rejection. And I mean, it was bloody, but he straightened things out in a short period of time. And the reason I bring all this up to say is that God told Elijah to do this. Elisha, his successor, over 13 years later would not have done this if Elijah had done it. There would have been no need. If Elijah would have gone and anointed Jehu, well then this would have been over 13 years before and... Did you know that Ahab would have been out of the way? Therefore, there never would have been the thing that we read about in 1 Kings chapter 21 where Naboth was killed by Ahab and Jezebel and his property stolen from him. None of these things would have happened. So I believe that you can say this, that you know, Elijah... When he refused to do two-thirds of the things that God spoke to him in an audible voice and told him to do, it didn't just affect himself, it affected other people. It cost other godly people their life. And you know what? I don't see any way to whitewash this. You know, one of the shows that I watch every single year of my life is It's a Wonderful Life, an old black and white show. And of course, many of you are aware of that, but it's about a guy who came into hard times. He had lived a good life. He had sacrificed so that other members of his family could prosper. He had done the right thing, and it looked like it didn't get him anything. He was running this little old savings and loan and stuff, and it looked like he was going to lose everything. He was going to be arrested. He took the blame for his, uh, what was it, his brother-in-law? or anyway, Uncle Billy. So I guess it was his uncle. He took the blame for his uncle losing some money. He had done all of these right things, and yet it was winding up with him just basically looking like he didn't have anything. And so he was going to take his life. God sent down an angel named Clarence. You know, this is one of the funny things, but uh, there was a woman that called in one time, and she had just watched this show I'm talking about, It's a Wonderful Life, and she saw this guardian angel, Clarence, that was there for Mr. Bailey. And she had just watched this, and she says, God, I need an angel named Clarence. Where's my Clarence? She says, I am so depressed, so discouraged, I need some help. And so she called our helpline, And we've got a man out here, Clarence Buller, that I don't know exactly how old he is. He's older than I am. He's in his 70s. He's been working for me for 20-something years. And Clarence is just a great, great guy. And he really ministers to people with a lot of love and compassion and maturity. And anyway, this woman had just watched this movie. It said, God, where's my Clarence? And she says, I'm going to call in to Andrew Womack's helpline. And she called and Clarence Buller answered the phone. And said, Andrew Womack Ministries, this is Clarence. And this woman started laughing like, you got to be kidding. Your name is Clarence? And I mean, it was just a God connection. Clarence was able to minister to her and she was set free. But anyway, my reason for bringing all of that up is that the number one thing that really blesses me by that movie is that this man was, you know, so miserable he was going to commit suicide. And the angel granted him the ability to act just like he had never been born. And he began to see what this world would have been like without him. His brother would have died. And because of that, his brother in the war had saved thousands of people on a ship by shooting down an enemy plane. And all of those people on that ship would have died because his brother would have died because this man wouldn't have been there to save his brother. And then he saw his wife, that she would have been an old maid, that he wouldn't have had these children, that the whole town would have been affected. And there was just this ripple effect. And after him getting to see how his life had touched so many others, even though he had problems, he was a rich man. He was the richest man in town. And I tell you, I just love the message that that is portraying. And you can see this exact same thing, not just in some made-up story, But you can see this in reality right here in Elijah's life. Elijah, because he was depressed and discouraged, thinking I'm the only one, and he basically just gave up and was willing to exit. He went and anointed his successor, but he did not anoint Jehu to become king in the place of Ahab. And because of this, Ahab and Jezebel continued on for well over a decade. Some of the scholars that I've read believe it was 13 years or more from the time when uh, Elijah had this encounter with the Lord in 1 Kings chapter 19 and told him to go anoint Jehu to be king to when Elisha actually fulfilled that. And during that, uh, you know, over a decade, 13 years or however many years it was, there were hundreds, maybe thousands of people that died. The people were under this oppression, under this ungodly leadership, and just terrible things happened. And did you know, I, I haven't got time to go in and show you all this and verify it, but you can go study it out on your own, or you can take my word for it. But Jehoshaphat, who was a godly king of the southern two tribes of Israel that was called Judah, Jehoshaphat went up and made peace with Ahab and Jezebel after God had already told Elijah to eliminate them. Go anoint Jehu. And because he didn't do it, Ahab and Jezebel continued to reign. Jehoshaphat went and made peace with them by taking uh, Ahab and Jezebel's daughter and marrying her to his son. And so there was a marriage between these two different kingdoms. The purpose of it was to make peace. But what it did it brought this ungodliness into the southern tribes of Judah. And uh, Ahab and Jezebel's daughter, when her husband was killed by Jehu later, and that's over in Second Kings chapter 9. We stopped before I read all of that. But the husband of this uh, woman was killed. She took all of the rest of the children and killed them and tried to eliminate all of this. And and Jehoshaphat's association with Ahab and Jezebel cost the lives of dozens of potential kings in the nation of Judah. And she became a very ungodly woman, and it caused problems in even another kingdom. And I mean, the ripple effects of this, it just goes everywhere. And did you know what? Elijah, to a large degree, was responsible for all of that. You know, I know that this is hard for some people to handle. Some people just cannot face the fact that, you know what, you're you're saying that what other people are doing might be caused by my influence or lack of influence because you haven't done things. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I know that people don't like to acknowledge this, but it's true. Did you know in our nation right now, we are facing, I believe, one of the most critical times in the history of the United States. Now, this program is being seen all around the world. And so I know that there's a lot of people that may not relate exactly to this, but it's not only true in the United States. Our entire Western culture that was founded upon Christian principles is being threatened by the ungodliness and all of this political correctness and passing laws that are completely against every single thing that this nation was founded upon, much of the European nations and stuff. It, it, we are just departing from the godliness and headed towards ungodliness. And you know what? There's a lot of Christians. Matter of fact, I'm not trying to be political here. I'm just making a point. I believe that this is exactly the same thing that's, that's being said right here. But there's people today that don't like the candidate that is being pushed forward. And I have heard many Christians talk about it. I'm just so d- disappointed with the whole thing. I'm not going to vote at all.
0: That's all the time we have for today, but be sure and tune in again as Andrew continues to teach on the life of Elijah. Take the opportunity to learn valuable life lessons from the Bible and avoid the school of hard knocks by getting Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah. It's available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. The fifth audio teaching in today's series is titled, Elijah's Translation. It's available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this fifth CD free of charge. Our address is P.O. Box 3333, Colorado Springs, 80934, or call 719-635-1111. Again, that's 719-635-1111, or go to our website at any hour at
1: www.awmi.net. HELLO, THIS IS ANDREW WOMACK, AND I'M THE HOST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH RADIO PROGRAM THAT HAS BEEN AIRING ON RADIO SINCE 1976. BUT WE HAVE JUST CANCELLED OUR RADIO PROGRAMS. I'M SAD TO DO THAT, BUT I THINK THAT THAT'S WHAT I HAD TO DO. AND I WANT TO LET YOU KNOW THAT WE STILL HAVE OUR TELEVISION PROGRAM AVAILABLE, HEARD ALL OVER THE WORLD. WE HAVE SO MUCH MINISTRY MATERIAL AVAILABLE TO YOU ON OUR WEBSITE. THERE'S JUST A NUMBER OF WAYS THAT YOU CAN STILL TAKE ADVANTAGE of the truths that God has given me. So go check it out. You can go to awmi.net on our website, and it just has all kinds of ways that you can still continue to receive. So God bless you as you continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord.
0: Gospel Truth Radio is changing to Andrew Womack Recorded Live. Starting in November, you'll now hear the full teaching once a week. Don't forget to tune in.